Um, but yeah, so so the first song is Blink One A Two. Yeah. What is it about that song that's sort of so important, or you know, has a big memory for you? I think the the memory it gives us is just like being young and free. Like I feel like I remember sitting in front of the TV, like not caring the world about, but I was just like watching this music video, and it's right. quite. I feel like it's quite a dark music video from what I can remember. It's got like just like some sort of dark room mm. and loads of like spiders and stuff like that. So it's it's like emphasizes what they're actually singing about, like how it makes them feel. Right. Oh, I see what you I mean. It's quite a deep song, which I think Blink-182 don't really make deep songs, to be fair. Yeah. They're all quite, and I wouldn't say poppy, but like more upbeat and quite nice. And that's like a different side of them, and I think it's really interesting to just like see how they can vary it up. And so were you like well. a huge Blink-182 fan? Or... I actually wasn't when I was coming up in school. Like... <clears throat> I didn't really, I don't know why, I feel like because they were so massive amongst other people, mm. I just never really listened to them. I just heard about them. Yeah. But then, I, don't know, I don't know what I used to listen to when I was younger. I feel like I used to listen to more like Bullet For My Valentine and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember that too. Like, I used to love them. I suppose uh, it's more, a bit, perhaps more heavier stuff. Yeah. I was feeling Linkin Park was one of a song I was potentially going to put in, but I couldn't really pinpoint one of them because I loved so many of their, their yeah. tunes. Yeah, it, that sort of like the songs that I think of you in the early days, if you like, like I think I got to know you when we were in like secondary school. Yeah. So that's the, like the earliest songs I'd associate with you, particularly Linkin Park. Yeah. And yeah. again, like Blink-182 are probably in, in the mix, aren't they, with all that? I just remember being a massive craze in the like early years of school. <laughs> so, let's give it a listen. Right. Can you hear it all right? Such a distinctive voice.
That's what was that? I miss you, Blink One Eight Two. They've got such an amazing sound and like so unique. I know. I think that's why they did so well, like because they literally do not sound like anyone else. It's so like, yeah, it's different and it's quite versatile, I suppose. Um, Mm. I know what you mean about the lyrics, isn't it? Like unsuspecting victim. It perhaps is a little bit more of an emotional song, isn't it, than what they would normally do. Like it's not not like the what's my age again and stuff like that. Mm. Like a bit more adolescent type stuff. Yeah, I suppose you might associate like that with when you were growing up as a you know, especially like as a young teenager. Like, yeah, quite an emotional time, isn't it? So yeah, I feel like they they really hit it on the head when it comes to who they want to target. Like you could tell it that people that were our age at that time would listen to that sort of music because uh-huh. of what they sing about, how they put it across. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. So do you, do you st- still have a connection with that type of music now or have you sort of stepped away from it? Um, I feel like, well, you know that I like to find new songs all the time. Like, yeah. So it's kind of, I'm more, I'm more just always looking for new stuff rather than listening to older stuff. But I do love to come back to it and like just have... Like to not worry about what I'm putting on, just put on like an old mm. playlist, and just let it play through. So you're always searching for a, a new sound or a, a new good yeah. track. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's quite a few on here that I like. There's probably well, four of them at least that I had never heard in school. Okay, should we do should we do the most recent one then, or at least the most recently discovered song? Or even just one of, I suppose. Trying to think which one would be the most recent. Because I, I maybe Bacar. Bacar might be the most recent. Okay, let's give that a listen. I've not listened to Bacar at all. There's there's some great tracks on here. I just don't recognise the um, the artist. But this is All In by Bacar. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, man. He's a really good. Man. He's got a very unique sound as well. Is he British? I'm not sure, I feel like it might be finished, but I'm not 100% sure. So in Paris, so I left for Paris when the bailiffs came. Such a savage, how to manage with me, have my last name. Put you in the palace, living lavish, babe, it's not a game. I'm trying to level up. I'm trying to put the fork in. Feel like my life's been up for auction. Remember when my dreams were stored That was back when grandma got the port in.
that was all in by Baka. I know what you mean. He's quite quite a a distinguishable sound, isn't it? Like it's it's not the sort of typical rap sound where you could just get lost in the voices with loads of other artists. I quite yeah, like. I feel like it's harder to put a genre on. There's yeah, he's almost like I love it when rappers have a clear um, accent when they're singing. Yeah. Um, and like the colloquialisms come across in the song, you know, like the way he enunciates. It's not yeah, just like, you know, a sort of same sound. Um, it's quite cool. It's interesting that because like the first two songs there, then that's the we've had the same discussion twice really. The first artist being Blink One A Two, and then this artist having quite distinguishable sounds. Yeah. And how they uh, they sort of change. So when did you find out about that guy? Was that quite a recent discovery? Um, I feel like maybe a year ago, potentially, maybe a little bit longer. Hmm. But. I feel like when I first found him, I was like glued to his music. I was like listening to him all the time. Right. Like it was one of those where it was just like you listen to him and then you just listen to the music for a period of time because it's like that new music that's that good that you just want to keep re-listening. Yeah. It's it's mad, that isn't it? So have you you found that like you have that experience quite a lot where you'll stumble across an artist and just sort of listen to them nonstop? Um, I feel like it, it's probably a bit more rare, to be fair. I feel right. like a lot of songs I find are just like one-offs. Like someone's mm. releasing, it was meant and then I listen to the other stuff and I'm like, not as blown away by it. Has that frequency died down as you've gotten older? Like between the age of say 18 and 21, where you finding that you were listening to loads of new songs and new songs and as you've gotten older, it sort of started to plateau a little. Um, or has it always been the same you've sort of just discovered I think when I was younger I was I didn't really look for new songs mm. much at all I think I found a few new people but I never know any to the extent of what I do now but I think that's mainly because like now we've got Spotify yeah. like you discover weeklies and you can find like song radios and stuff like that to find other songs that are similar to certain songs yeah Spotify is great for Getting lost in the wormhole of music and discovering some new yeah. tracks, like it's it's absolutely crazy good. Like I remember getting it and just being like, "What have I been doing with myself? <laughs> I've been missing out completely." How long have you had or been listening using Spotify? <sighs> Must be gone at least four years, I would think. Because I remember, I can really briefly remember this random interaction that you had with um, Connor Coleman. And you were like discussing a new song or something, and it was like really interesting. I think we must have been like seventeen or eighteen. And yeah. You were just like, oh no, look at this song. Or maybe it was like eighteen, nineteen when he was starting to get into his tracks and decking and stuff. And it yeah, was like yeah. from then I was just like, oh, you know, you obviously spend a lot of time trying to broaden your sort of music horizon. Yeah, I feel like when um, me, Connor, and Halesy all hung up, like hung out together, we always used to bring new songs to the table mm. whenever we were like meeting up and stuff. It's really interesting to think like how music has sort of not necessarily influenced your friendships, but has been such a big part of like. Yeah, I feel like music's a massive part of a ton of friendships. To be honest, mm. I absolutely love being shown new music. 
Do any of the I'm songs? Like happy to listen to anything. Yeah, I think that's a good attitude, isn't it? And to be open to different musics, and certainly to to be able to appreciate why music means so much to other people, or being able yeah. to share music that you like with someone. Um, yeah, I think that's ideal when people have similar tastes. I, I, I wonder, yeah, I wonder if you just sort of like attract people who like similar music to you, you know, in the yeah. same way that you just attract people who, who you get on with. I feel like even even in terms of like looking on Instagram and seeing people's stories of when they've shared a song, mm-hmm. like I'll just go and listen to it, even, at, even if I don't know them that well. I'll just like go and listen to it and just because I want to listen to new music, basically. Yeah. So you're sort of like a, a scholar of music, just trying to constantly... Uh, I like <laughs> you're, a, you're a nerd of music. Hi. Um, is there any song on the list then that we've got left that reminds you of a mate or reminds you of like, I suppose friendships or perhaps like maybe a song you were introduced to? Uh, Alex Wiley, Games. Games, all right, let's give that yeah. a blast. Who introduced you this? Yeah, we did. Alex Wiley, that was good. <laughs> he's he's crazy. He's he's another one where as soon as he showed us him, I was listening to him nonstop, like mm. for ages. Because he's got like, I think he's got like four or five albums now, and some of the songs on them is absolutely madness. I was gonna put on Navigator Truck, which is a song he's got with Chance the Rapper, oh, yeah. and that one is potentially just as good, if not better, than that one. <laughs> and it's uh, a <laughs> It's another one that Hales showed us, and I remember listening for the first time down um, Newburn. Mm. It being like me and him were just like mind blown by this song. Really, it was because of how good it was. Like, how long ago? Just... How long ago? Or how old is the song? Um, I'm not sure how old that song is actually, but I'm pretty sure it was when me and Hales first started going out together, like in the car and fucking mm. listening to music and shit. And um, it was just like it was just like really good time, a really good time. Basically, like, I remember just being joyful in these moments, going out yeah. and listening to these amazing songs. Yeah, that's class, man. Like, 
it's so nice sharing that experience with someone else as well. Yeah, and I feel like, like me and Yelzy have a, a lot of um, songs where, because we used to go out probably quite like three or four times yeah. a week or something, like, and just be showing new songs all the time. So it was like the amount of, type, amount of songs that we've shown each other that we've first heard each, the song before, it's just like crazy. That's awesome, man. I noticed the, the guy, he's rapping was like, it, oh, what's the word? It was it's quite emotive. Like, he's, yeah, it's not it's not aggressive, but it's that sort of you know where it's almost like high pitched because he's having to put a lot of energy into it. Yeah, he sounds very passionate, doesn't he? Yeah, I think that's why I like it so much. I like people who are singing passionately in songs or sounds very passionate in the song. Yeah, it it's interesting that there, there could potentially be a link, couldn't it, almost with some of these songs? Like, like there's there's passion somewhere within it. There could literally be like lyrically. Well, as you see yeah. it on like delivery, which was the case with this guy. I think um, I was thinking this recently because there's a song on Spotify that has Biggie and Tupac, and it's like a live freestyle. Wow. And the way they sing rap compared mm. to what it is now, like they're shouting down like and like sounding crazy passionate, but and now it's like not really as passionate. I would say. Right. I yeah, think you can tell the difference. Does it, them. I, I mean, that's sort of been like an ongoing criticism of modern rap, hasn't it? That, that like they're starting to come away from perhaps like being conscientious or like talking about issues, um, yeah. or at least like like you say, put putting mad effort into it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I've come in a, in a freestyle as well. I'm I'm just like so amazed when rappers are able to just like freestyle for, for, for more than like a minute like it's just absurd yeah I'm just going for it I listened to like Eminem was doing a freestyle with Yellow Wolf I can't remember what it was called it began with a D I don't know what it was Um, it's just it's just so impressive like it, I think in those moments you realise that like rappers and MCs like they're quite unique like not a lot of artists who sing would, would just be able to like just spit bars like that. It's they are literally like poets, like and yeah, yeah, to be able to do that. And you know, obviously, you could get someone playing a guitar who's like really good, who could just start playing around, you know, really cool tune or whatever. Yeah, but uh, but no, it's it's really sick. Like, do you yeah. do you think that you have a tendency to listen to more rap than any other genre? Uh, I think I go through phases. I think. I certainly used to. Like four years ago, I would just listen to rap probably 95% of the time. Yeah. And just be looking for new rap songs. Uh, I've got a playlist on me, Spotify actually, that's probably over like 1,500 songs of just rap. Mm. And it's just like so much on there from, from years of like finding new stuff. That's a that's a big playlist. I might have to yeah. dig it at some point. Decent, like, I feel like it's got some rubbish on there, but <laughs> the majority of it's pretty decent. Like, I feel like some of it's like really, really old stuff that I used to listen to, and I'm like, I'm not really feeling that anymore. Like, yeah, it's just so big that you can't be able to scroll through it and remove it from the playlist. Yeah, it's literally if I come across it, it'll get deleted, but if, if I don't come across it, it's not happening. Do you, I wonder if, like, you know, you say like you go through periods of listening to different genres, like, is that representative of like where you are, like, in yourself? at the time so like say you know if I don't know um, you're going through a particularly difficult time in your life yeah. would you 
then assign a certain genre of music to that or I think I'm definitely swayed more towards certain types of music depending on my mood mm. um, or like where I am mentally yeah um, for like an extended period of time I would say if I'm not feeling as good I probably listen to more rap I feel like it helps us cope better right. for some reason I'm not entirely sure why there's a lot I, rap's so unique isn't it because I think it's really there are some amazing songs where they're really cool but like a lot of it does probably sound quite negative or quite sort of harsh yeah and it, sometimes it is often about like some negative things whether that's a relationship or speaking about an ex or whatever mm-hmm. um, so you know it does make sense that like some people use rap as a way of sort of tunneling certain emotions um, yeah Especially like you know, if you like doing a workout or something, like that's when I like to l- listen to big like power rap, just like. Ugh. But even like yeah. I was thinking, even like you know, times in the air as in like summer, winter, autumn, like obviously there's summer tracks. Yeah, I feel like I'm, you were more towards dancey, just yeah, instinctly, don't you? Because it's like summertime and it's like more feel good tunes. Or a bit of like West Coast rap, perhaps. Mm. <laughs> a bit more upbeat. Um, is there is there any other tunes on there then that are also rap or on the uh, I don't believe so. Okay, because I must say when when we were, when you were thinking of your list in my head, I assumed that you'd have like predominantly sort of I don't even know the genre you call it. Like you and Hills have such a wide yeah. knowledge of this type of music, like techno, dance. I don't know. Literally anything. Like literally anything. Like, even like, you know, like Porti Volley by, um, it's like, like a classical song. Mm. Even that sort of stuff's like really nice to listen to sometimes. Yeah, there's, I think there's a lot of similarities between sort of, particularly like techno, in the way that the music got low, so many layers and so many mm-hmm. different unique sounds, whether that's like a beat or like a tick or a violin yeah. or something. And there's the similarities between that and classical music, how classical mm-hmm. music might have four or five different brass instruments. Yeah. And again, it's it's layered and layered and layered until it creates like a crescendo or whatever. Um, I recognise one song, another song in here. Actually, I was just looking. Music sounds better with you. Yeah, Stardust. Should that's we... another one that's like from me early years, and then it's just like I've just basically grown up with that song. I feel like I don't remember a time where I haven't listened to it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's such a beautiful it's song. Such a classic. The music video is really nice as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think is that way they like, create the kite. I love watching music videos, and I just when I was younger, and now I just don't do it at all. I think it's because I don't watch TV. Like, I just I'm always on Spotify, I which mean, is a shame because I actually do quite like them. They, they are quite fun. Like I get them on YouTube, but I remember like going home from school and putting like Kerrang TV on the TV or Scuzz. Yeah, really funny. And but like, do, I mean, do they even exist anymore? Those channels, you know what I mean? I would imagine they do, like, I don't know if they might, they might have changed name or something. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen them. Like, like uh, I say, I haven't done it in ages. Let's, uh, let's give it a pop. This is so classic.
absolute banger that Stardust music sounds better with you. I the second I downloaded it on the playlist, I recognised the song and I just got that. Do you do it? Yeah. It just comes. If you back don't know it by name, you know it by yeah. Like it's yeah, just, it's just amazing. Because like Stardust, never heard of that, but then yeah, it's a, it's a really. I think like when we were younger, these were probably like the, the sort of techno dance songs that we were first introduced to. So mm. that's maybe why they were. Um, I think it was. Awesome. Um, I think the kind of. I, th- I don't think I, I read something that said that it hadn't been like, like music wasn't really like that back then. That was like one of the first ones that came out that had like a lot of snare rushes and stuff that way. Mm. And then um, you know what, what's. Even more impressive. It's actually Stardust is actually Daft Punk's two members and a lyricist. So that is Stardust. Daft Punk is part of Stardust. Mm. And Stardust only ever released that track. That was the only track they released. They only released one track. That was the only track they released. It's the only one that's oh. on Spotify by them. That's insane. Because so like releasing that one song and then never releasing anything. It's else, quite a high standard, crazy. to be fair, isn't it? <laughs> it's like. Yeah, to be fair, they probably did the right thing because how do you follow that? That's right, like they stopped the quick, quick while they're ahead. Well, you might as well. Like, cause <laughs> that, that song has literally lived until this day. Like, it's still a massive tune right now. So, mm. like, they've, they've, they've done the job. <laughs> they've sort of <laughs> they've completed it. Like, because Daft Punk then went on, or oh, was already doing other stuff, wasn't he? Like, his own music. Mm-hmm. Daft Punk's crazy. Yeah, like, their music's so inventive. They're so. <sighs> Again, it's like that. He's a. I'm saying it. Is it a duo, Daft Punk? Yeah. They're like such a symbol of like dance and that sort of genre of music, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, and it's so. It's just sick because you got to think as well. Like this, that sort of style of music. Obviously, they had trance and stuff in the '90s in mm-hmm. other forms of techno, but you feel that like these guys really ascended or like yeah, took that, so. introduced a whole new sort of wave. And they use very futuristic sounds. Yeah. But like back then, they were using very unique sounds, I would say. Do you, I, I mean, have you ever tried making your own music or having to play around with that sort of stuff? I know Hills does, so I wondered if you had ever. Yeah, actually, I've made like 97, I think. 97? Some of them, some of the, I've been making them since last uh, May, I think. So I like, just over yeah, pretty much. That's sick, man. Um, what, what do you use? Like I, I'm, to be fair, I know absolutely nothing when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah. Is it all like something exactly. that you use on like a Mac, like a, a program? I don't. Know. I just have it on my laptop. It's uh, Fruity Loops. Right. It's, I think it's what Hazy uses as well. Like. I tried. I was gonna try and switch to a different one, but this one's just like so simple to use. It's like one of the. I think it's one of the most like user-friendly. Yeah. Uh, type ones, and I feel like because it's so easy to use, I, I haven't bothered trying to change it too much. And it's working quite well. Like I think it's, it's nice to see from my very first song how terrible that is compared to now. <laughs> like it's it's so bad, but like, it's nice to see the progression. Yeah. From where I started and where I am now. That's cool. I suppose it is literally like learning an instrument, isn't it? Only you yeah. have to manipulate fucking a lot more sounds than you would if you yeah, were playing the piano. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos to teach myself, to be honest. Yeah. So it was really helpful doing that. And I think 
I didn't really know at all how to structure music before watching mm. any of these videos or anything. So you don't realise how much work actually gets put into songs and how much editing there is and how much like, effects you've got to use and plugins and whatnot. It's uh, quite complex. I think, yeah, and that's always been a bit of like a... I suspect someone that doesn't know the, how it operates, a criticism would be like, oh, it's just all done on a computer. Yeah, it's not they really don't of, get it. And it's just like... <laughs> I, until you try it, you, you probably don't get it, like... No. Nah. Because also, like, don't you can't use, like, synthesizers or you can actually use instruments, record that, and then manipulate it further yeah. with the software. So yeah, basically. It's quite limitless, isn't it? And, like, I, that's got to be the future of music. I mean, it already is. Mm. But I wonder that could really sort of transcend it to another level, like. Yeah, I feel like I, I would assume pretty much all music now is made through some sort of DAW. Yeah. I would assume. Um, but yeah, technology's crazy, so it's only going to get better as well, which is mm. doesn't matter. Do you think you'll share your music, or is it just a sort of hobby? Uh, I was thinking about sharing it. Like, I think I put a couple on SoundCloud, but they're really old ones now, so mm. they're not. They're, they're nowhere near as good as what I make now. But I haven't really done anything with the newer ones. What genre is it? Like, what what type of music is it? There's no particular. I, I live, when I when I make it, I just log on to the computer, go onto this uh, DAW, and then just make something. I literally yeah. don't have any idea in my head before I start. So it's. It's how, I feel like a lot of it is dependent on my mood and stuff like that. I feel like stuff that I see. So, for example, you know the Black Lives Matter stuff? Yeah. I made a song that used like samples of like a police call and then like some eerie sounds about feeling no better and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, it was quite an eerie beat that went with it. So it, it kind of expressed how I was feeling from what I was seeing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, no, before you even give that example, like, I was just like, wow, because that, that is literally what art is, isn't it? It's, it's an expression. And you're saying that you use this software is like a, a way to literally direct how you're feeling. And I think that's yeah. like so amazing. Like that is really where it, where it needs to be at. Like that sounds really cool, man. Um, I feel like when I listen back to my music, none of them really sound the same at all. Mm. <laughs> I don't see any like particular genre that's been being made. That's so sick because you know you it to sort of envisage it, you'd say like oh, an artist who would like splat a paint over something. No one painting would be the same, whether it be like you know different pressures or different paints and stuff. So it's quite cool that you're also able to. Um, sort of convey your emotions and share your feelings yeah, with this software. Like, that's so rad. Um, I'm just going to pause this here. Sweet. Um, right, we're back. So, what we listen to? Stardust, Blink-182, Games. What? What's the next track? What do you fancy? Um, which one did we just do? Music sounds better with you. Yeah. Um, we'll go with Marabout State Midas one Midas is that the Ben yeah. Pierce re-edit mm. yep yeah. sweet
so many textures. Yeah, beautiful. Man. Midas, Ben Pierce, we had it, Maribel State, Holly Walker and Ben Pierce. Yeah, I've, I've... yeah Holly Walker. She's uh, got a crazy good voice. So unique. Mm. I feel oh. like female vocals and songs are so much more up my street than men's vocals for some reason. I'm not sure why. Mm. I just think it's a nice idea. Yeah. I just prefer to hear them. I think from what I've heard, particularly with sort of trance or dance or that sort of techno sound mm. there seems to be more female vocals with that you know the chorus comes in and it's a female vocalist yeah that's um, right and i know what you mean like I, like if i picture like a nice summary upbeat song or something i don't picture like a male vocalist coming in <laughs> like, yeah you know i picture females like it a bit softer yeah um and i think I've, yeah i mean i've, I've definitely heard of marabout state i definitely have heard of <laughs> But again, yeah, that's that sort of type of music where it's just, you know, you could isolate one sound and it might just be like a, you know, like a ticking or something. Yeah. And when it's compiled all together and it's like all these different sounds, it's just such a masterpiece and it's such an amazing way of crafting music. Yeah. I remember uh, me and Hilsey went to Glasgow to see them and um, we were expecting like a DJ set from them. Because of listening to the music, like it's it's that complex that it just sounds like it was made like through DAW mainly. And we got there and it was a, it was like a, a live band. There were like a live band with Hollywood there and it was absolutely mind blown. It was like the best surprise ever. It was yeah. amazing. That sounds it so really good. So was it like a like drummer, guitarist, bass, just like a full kit or they had like pianist, all or... sorts of different instruments there i think yeah. there, there was probably a few of them that could play like numerous different instruments so they were playing like maybe like a keyboard at one, one time and then the guitar the next and yeah. then someone else playing these other instruments it was just it was just like <clears throat> absolute genius it was just insane to watch like that's so sick and it's, i guess it's something that people maybe don't think about as much with music as like like those guys doing that is like that's their craft so it's like yeah you know, the same way, like, you look at an athlete who's amazing at their game and how mm. they might train and all that. And, like, you know, those guys, to create such an amazing sound, it's it takes so much skill. Do you think 
you've come to appreciate music in that way as you've gotten older and been exposed to more music? Or do you think you've always had that appreciation? Well, for all types of music. Well, uh, yeah, and I think maybe for... Well, I was well. To be fair, I was meaning more like music, like what we just listen to. Well, there's more layers and there's more. Right. Yeah. Got it. Um, I think I have more respect for music that has a lot of layers because of because mainly because of making me own and just knowing that hmm. the layer it perfectly for it to sound as good as like Sphere Marabouts does. You don't need, you need to put so much time and effort and care and that to. Do you think Make it sound, that's good with that knowledge that you have? Do you think that somehow influences what you think of the song? So, like, would you like listen to the song and be like, "Oh, this is just such an amazing song," because of this, 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 and this? Like, has it affected the way you listen to music? I think it makes us want to listen to music more. So, in the sense that I'm not having any distractions and I'm listening to it. Like, mm. I want to listen to it completely so I can get every sense of it. And I, I, I won't listen to music if I'm listening listen to it through my phone because the quality isn't as good. I need to listen to it through a speaker. Yeah. Or some headphones, some good headphones, because it makes a crazy amount of difference just using a speaker or headphones than your phone. And you hear so much more, and it just sounds so much clearer. And you, you get, like, more of an idea of what they're trying to get across with yeah. the song so I think it's quite important really yeah right I, I experienced that quite recently I wouldn't say for the first time but what felt like almost the first time was I think after we'd been the lakes and uh, it was oh, the island the big unknown or elder island big unknown yeah 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 yeah. and like it was the first time I'd done it in a long time where I just put my headphones full belt and like you know yeah. then I've got like wireless ones so it, like it blocks out all the other sound yeah, um, and it was just like hearing the different transitions in the song was just it was so much more than what it was just listening to it in the shower or something yeah I know uh, I, I do listen to music in the shower even though I can't really hear it at all because of the water <laughs> but it's just the fact that it's there like oh, I feel man. like it's just coming to have it there <clears throat> but I, I suppose like when you were younger then um, listening to rock especially like uh, Linkin Park you know, like somewhere I belong, where you might have this short intro, and then all of a sudden, it's the you know the sort of guitar kicks in. And I had that when I was a kid. Like, you just want to listen to that so loud, don't you? Like, yeah, it's. I think I feel like it also represented how my mood was when I was younger. Like, mm. I feel like I was a, a lot angrier <laughs> when I was an, yeah. a, a young lad. It was just obviously growing up. <laughs> I oh. think that's just what happens. Like, you just you just grew up in me. So I think listen to music loud. I definitely listen to music louder when I was younger than I do now. <laughs> we listen to loud long, long, long way. I would say. Yeah, it's it is true. I, you know, when you go through your hormones and all the the changes in your body and stuff, and like everything that's happening here at that time seems like the most important thing of all time. You know, yeah. you miss the bus and you're gonna be late for school. You're like, fuck, my world's gonna end. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, you've never paid tax or had a job, and like all these things are so important. Um, yeah, it's quite funny. So we've got Tame and Paula remix of Waves and mm. Bad Kingdom left. Um, we'll go 
Bad Kingdom next because I feel like Tim Parla's remix of Waves is potentially my most favourite one on there. I like it. To listen okay. to. Save the best for last. Um, Bad Kingdom, what? I've not heard of Moderat. It's, how do, is that my saying it right? Moderat? I think so. I think that's how it's said. Well, it could be Moderat. Mode, mode yeah, it could be Moderat. <laughs> All right, let's give it a blast. sound do you call it like eh, eh. I have no idea <laughs> you know what but it's it's that that like I feel like all of these songs are just crazy unique the way they sound like none of them sound the same like, no. I've never heard of something like that before no I, I mean that's the first time I've heard that song um, there's a couple of things just about that song first of all like you say like it, it's almost as if these songs that you've chosen in that one Bad Kingdom by Moderat was designed to grab your attention designed for us to be having this conversation like wait there this this is unique um, yeah. but that sound there in particular that sort of the, <laughs> this is going to sound absurd it sounded like you know like a, when a fucking blue bottle flies in it's like uh, <laughs> and it's like it's almost like it's meant to make you feel a little bit uncomfortable or a bit unnerved mm -hmm. so then when that then, when that sort of softer violin or whatever it was that come in yeah. it's just like so common mm -hmm. and it's like oh I feel like that song, <clears throat> I think I like the, you know, like Linkin Park is quite rough music. It's like, mm. it's not, it's not like harsh to listen to, but it's, it's quite heavy. And yeah. I feel like that's, that, that brings the heaviness with a dancey kind of vibe, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's also a very heartfelt song, I feel. And I quite like the lyrics that it says where it says, this is not what you wanted, not what you had in mind, which I feel like, is a thing that you feel quite often in life in general. I feel yeah. like, I think, I think I used to listen to this song the most when I was in my old job because I absolutely hated it. Right. So it was like, it was a nice, um, it kind of made us feel at ease, even though it was so, such a heavy song for, for some reason. <laughs> well, I guess it, it just seemed to help us. Music can just resonate with you in certain ways and like, 
especially as you were saying there, like with the lyrics and what it, this it's sort of the story it's in, and and that is probably some like how you felt, um, and I suspect like that's probably the case with most of the songs that you've chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's that's a it's a really nice song. What was that job that you had that you hated? I used to work as a digital marketing executive. Right. And it was just a bloody nightmare. My manager was just a horrible human being. (laughs) (laughs) Not a nice person at all. So uh, I I don't understand that, mate. I don't understand why managers want to make people's life hell. Surely you would just want to make it as easy going as everyone. Because work's stressful enough as it is. Like, life is stressful enough as it is without having to try and... Put some more negativity. Yeah, it's, it's just pressure, isn't it? They're getting pressure. They put pressure on you. Exactly. All the rest of it, <clears throat> and it's just, and again, that's why like music is quite an escape, isn't it? Like escapism, like for so many reasons, you might turn to music, whether you're feeling down or even if you want to like be inspired or revenge yeah. or whatever it is. Like you were saying, how you you know you, you smash that tune. Um, it's unreal how like. Music really, if you think of it as an art form, can just represent all these things that we experience. Because mm-hmm. yeah. what I was thinking there was just like, imagine what music your boss listens to, and I wondered if that would have anything to do, you know, whether that could be linked with his personality. Yeah, which would be quite funny. I feel like <laughs> I don't know what someone like that would listen to. Oh, just Taylor Swift or something. Uh, maybe it's <laughs> just some proper mainstream. Um, club songs yeah maybe like something that actually isn't important to them because they've not had that connection which is quite sad really to think that some people might not experience music in the same way you or I experience it yeah um which is you know there's actually do you know my cousin Craig yeah he doesn't really listen to music much at all. Like I don't. Th- I think he can do days on end without listening to music, and I, I like can't fathom that in my head. Like I, I could never, <laughs> I could never see myself not listening to music one, even just one day in a row. I, I remember thinking that, but I, I, I've, I've always thought. Well, not always. I've, I've thought of this lots of times in the past. When I'm like, oh, why do I have this like love for music? Why do I always? want to listen to music and anything I do like if I can't be asked to make tea because I'm like hungry I'll just be like mm. right just put something on and then I'll crack on or yeah, if I'm hanging the washing up I'll be like right I'll quickly listen to a song whilst I do it mm. um, and I sort of found that like I think I got that off my dad who was like yeah. always everything he did had the radio on played like heavy rock class rock mm. music um, did you have an influence like that when you were a kid or um well, from my mum and dad and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like, or... where does this sort of thirst for music come from? Well, I remember me parents getting us playing, like, playing the guitar when I was quite young. Mm. And I feel like I had, like, Guitar Hero and stuff, so I was always... <laughs> in... And I feel like when I was watching TV when I was younger, I never used to watch... I used to watch some kids' programmes, but I feel like I remember watching music channels more. Yeah. I feel like I was more towards music then than I was actually watching TV. Mm. I don't I just, like I feel like it's probably right to be fair because I don't really watch a lot of TV now. Like I'll only watch TV probably in the evening time if that. Sometimes I won't even watch TV. I, I can go days without watching TV and not miss it at all. Yeah. But I feel like if I went days without listening to music I would be 
worse off. <laughs> a lot worse off. Yeah. That's sick, man. Music is your your safe haven. So the last song is what was it, Miguel Tim and Paula Waves? Yeah. Why is this the the ultimate one? The structure of the whole song is just insane. I think it's like seven years old or something. It's just so ahead of its time, I feel, for how it sounds. And Tame Impala's type of music in mm. general, like all of his is just so unique. It's like psychedelic rock type stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just beautiful. Like, it's just, I was going to pick um, The Less I Know, The, the Better. Yeah, great I, I did. I did write... Tim Paula down and then I changed my mind at the end because this one I feel could inspire us to do anything. <laughs> Get us in the mood to do anything. That's amazing. Let's let's start with that one. Tame Impala remix. I um, <laughs> I had tickets to go see Tame Impala in London. Um, got cancelled last month. Maybank like, devastated. Hopefully, we'll be able to see him soon. Yeah, he he's got such a. You're right. It is such an like an iconic sound, isn't it? That that sort of and then it kicks in and it's that sort of psychedelic yeah. wave. Um, that might be the first time I've heard that song. I was trying to sort of think of me listening to the song like when I'd listened to it and that, what I've sort of pictured in my head would just be like waking up on like a, a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning and mm. like starting the day with that song yeah I feel like it if, if I'm listening to this song say if I'm just walking down the road with my headphones in you'll see us walking with my chest puffed out a bit more because <laughs> of how it makes us feel like I just yeah. feel like more confident more energetic I just feel it just has some sort of effect where it's just like inspires us for some reason mm. and it just it just sounds beautiful like the guitar in it is just lush and I love that open hat when it goes tss and mm. then drops back into the, uh, the loop it's, it's beautiful like it's just it's so good Tim and Paul just manages to put a twist on it it's just like really nice music isn't it um, I was thinking that over the years your music sort of changed a little bit and I suspect like 
because this is sort of like how I feel. I wonder if my taste will change as I get older in relation to like how it's already changed. You know, you're saying I used to listen to like, you know, Lincoln Park and uh, mm-hmm. sort of heavy rock when you were a kid, and that's the same as me. Whereas now, like, I'd enjoy Bullet for my Valentine. They are a bit of a guilty pleasure, but it wouldn't be my go-to song. So yeah. I wonder, like, in five, ten years' time, how how much do you think your taste in music... It's quite a difficult question, really, because you don't know what's going to happen, but... Yeah, I feel like I'll probably just be doing the same as what I do right now. I think I'll just be constantly looking for new songs still. I think I'll probably slow down once, if I, like, start a family and stuff, I obviously <laughs> won't have time if you look for new songs. Yeah. But... Um, up until that point, I can't see why I wouldn't keep loving and just like constantly exploring new stuff. Hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's just so much stuff out there, and it's like what we're saying. Like, it's only going to get more complex. Mm. More. I was actually. I've actually been thinking. I thought this a few times in like the last six months. Like, the amount of good songs that I won't hear in my lifetime. Is going to be staggering, oh. which is quite upsetting. It's, but it's I would never. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't even imagine how good the songs are that I haven't heard of. Like, there's got to be some amazing ones out there that I haven't heard Yeah, that's what's really exciting with this group chat that we've got going. Like, mm. that's got some really good because we've already got quite an eclectic range, like you know, a varied range of music. Yeah, and that can just grow and grow and grow. I think that'll that playlist that's going to come out at the end of that is going to be juicy. A very, very good one, though. Yeah, absolutely. All right, this is uh, coming to its end. I'll pause it. Yep. <laughs>